This is part two of my two-part conversation with my good friend Ali Al-Dawi. And you could listen to the previous episode if you'd like, or you could listen to this as a standalone. Welcome back to Curated Advice on Better Living. And now your host, Khaled Sultan. So basically, you know, you, you were mentioning like the whole psychosomatic illnesses where like certain emotions and things can get trapped in the body and the importance of letting it flow, right? Letting these emotions flow. How do you notice if something is trapped like emotionally and then what are ways of letting it go? And this could be just from your personal experience. It's just a lot of maybe self-check, you know, how and what's happening mm. and why it's happening. Again, if it manifests into your body, then if you're aware enough. Normally for me, I would just, you know, check on myself. That's easy as that, you know. I feel like journaling is a good way for people to reflect. Yeah. You said reflect. Or is this mostly mm. just you thinking to yourself, like checking in? Hey. It's a two-way thing for me. Thinking, reflecting, seeing how things are, where they're going, why they're going like that, and why I'm feeling like that is one way. Tracing back the issue or the challenge to its root, that's another way. And then just nodding things down, I think, helps me to let go, you know? Kind of put them in the paper. Something burn. Some people burn stuff, um, burn what they write, um, you know? So after after they write whatever is they want to let go, they burn it. For me, it's a, it's a good reminder just to have it there um, and also sometimes to go back to it. I like to reflect on that too. I think you told me that about journaling once. You just don't read your old entries, but... Uh, oh yeah, I, I never do. Know, I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like it, it's really nice because be like, you know, there's a date and you can just be like, oh yeah, at this point in time I was going through this. This is what's happening because what I usually write is like the resolution, right? I was feeling like this or I am feeling like this right now. This is what I'm feeling. I don't know what's happening or maybe just writing whatever it is happening and then i decide and then just finishing up with a few sentences mm -hmm. stating i'm leaving this here i am no longer this this is no longer serving me it makes sense to look back on those things yeah as opposed to like my journals i would not look back on because they're just completely all over the place and oh. they're very abstract and it's like okay. i wouldn't be able to go back and kind of like okay Relate. this was this the situation and, and this and that it could go from jumping from this to that to whatever it is you know what i mean so it's just very very free flow very kind of okay. open i think that's i think that's one way as well i mean yeah. if you if you can't relate it's okay and there's so and many different ways like and it just depends on the person right yeah definitely some people don't even like to write i actually got into journaling more after we had that talk and you told me about um dr what peterson whatever jordan peterson, jordan yeah, peterson yeah. yeah and uh you know how you used to do it because i honestly i like to write but not as a mm. daily thing um and i went that's into the self-authoring program yeah you, that, that one that you told me about yeah um after i went to peru i was writing down every experience that i was having and i was like well this is nice because you can also look back into this and then if there's something that it's something that you've been working on for a while and you want to let it go i think putting it down on paper like for me affirms well, I'm glad that I um, motivated certain positive things, uh, you know, because you're always it's it's always like yeah. I'm getting like motivated or learning about different, you know, self healing kind of things from you. So uh, no, thank you. It's a, thank yeah. you too. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's definitely a thing. And that's your thing, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. Um, After you came back from Peru, you've been saying yeah, that a lot. That, that's when it, it's that's a thing. where it came from, right? It's a thing. Yeah, yeah. it's just a thing. I think it's a good place to be, you know, honestly, I think I, I think I've told you this before, but you you also remind me of my younger self and I'm not in the way of like years or anything because, you know, we're like almost the same. But um, your younger self, yeah, that doesn't sound like a good thing. That sounds like <laughs> no, no, no. This my is last wife, this is before no, before no. I became a guru. This is <laughs> no, no, I'm not a guru. Um, just kidding. No, um, my younger self, as in like when I just 
first starting opening up to yeah it's a better living basically mm-hmm. so it's um so no it's a good reminder it's yeah. nice i like to to also just be of service especially after coming from peru there was this concept about being of service that it really got to me at the beginning i was like what do you mean being of service you want to like you know just like what do you mean being of service but being of service could be anything you know sharing your skills sharing your experiences sharing your knowledge uh being of literal service like you know helping people out like physically do you need something Mm -hmm. whatever um and everybody just kept mentioning you know through our through our time there there was this this beautiful circle um container that that i was in with this marvelous people and every now and then somebody would say i want to yeah i just want to be here of service like we would initiate for example our cacao ceremony and then everybody would set their intentions and at least five of them would be like yeah um my intention of being here today is just being of service for the mm-hmm. collective and it just never got to me after i came back from purdue i was like seeing how me for example sharing whatever I've gone through in my life um, have also helped other people. Because I also feel like when, when you come together with certain people, you know, for a specific thing, for example, um, you connect. So this goes back to the whole energy. Intention um, as well. Right, yeah. Right. And then, but, but yeah, so, so this goes back to the whole energy thing. You know, we connect, right? That's, that's why when you, mm-hmm. sometimes when you, when you hang out with somebody, you're like, it's so easy, right? It's, it's so easy flowing. It's effortless. Effortless. You know, you don't have to force a conversation or whatever it is that you're doing. You know, it feels like you've known them or it feels like you just feel good around yeah, them. Yeah, you click, you there's a vibe. You right. Know? Yeah. And then the same thing goes for any kind of work like that. And then I realized that when I came from Peru, I was sometimes hanging out with any friends and I would just have that mindset. Like I want to be of service and, and then I'll elaborate on mm. whatever they brought up from my point of view, from my experience, from what I've lived, if I've lived something like that. And then that just gets them to either, sometimes I've realized they open up about that issue and it's probably the first time they've ever opened about that. And then they do it with me. Sometimes they just go quiet and silence and I get a message and then they say, thank you for our conversation. It was beautiful. And then they just heal from whatever that was. Um, and it's not, I mean, as easy as that, but it's just like little things that people sometimes cannot get over. And then it's just that connection right there, sharing of experiences that allows them to just either be more vulnerable or just like talk about it or allowing themselves to experience them. So I got back from Peru and I was like, okay, yeah. Then I started seeing those things and becoming more and more aware of that. And I was like, okay, this is, I guess, what some part of being of service means right because being of service is so broad where you could do anything and i don't know how we got to this topic of being of service (laughs) i mean pursue what's meaningful not what's expedient right this is being of service helping people it gives you purpose and it's meaningful to you you know what i mean like that's what it is it's it's people pursue different things for different reasons but really it's intention and when i think about like you know me and you you know we, we connect and we vibe and one thing i really like is the ability to just have these conversations having that space to have these honest conversations i feel like that already is creating like room for growth and that's what i I, also the podcast you can podcast and be of service right better living having these conversations and people listening to them and then the conversations that happen outside of the podcast link to the podcast that's starting a conversation and then speaking of podcasting i've been telling you you should definitely should be a person that find reminder podcasts yeah a reminder uh and you're working on that it's brewing yeah <laughs> tell us about that so my baby my podcast yeah. um which is coming it is coming it's freaking coming One next day. week state no, I'm just oh kidding. god uh pressure um yeah. no it's coming when it's coming it's coming yeah it's gonna come when it has to come right um but no podcast yeah i I had this idea last year of starting a podcast because um, something that helped me through the pandemic was podcast, but podcast, 
I would just hear to all these episodes from different podcasts all over the world. And, you know, it got me through a lot, um, especially because it was not Netflix. I was so tired of Netflix mm-hmm. after a while. I was like, oh. I, I had the idea of starting a podcast of, you know, having this um, idea of sharing our human experiences. So, well, am I allowed to say the name? Should I say the name? You can, you can uh, say it, of course. Yeah, okay. Your so, podcast. Right. Um, our human experience podcast, mm-hmm. right? By the time you're listening to this episode, I'm not sure if it would be out yet Hopefully. or not. If it's out, though, it, the link will be in the description. If, if not, crossed. you know, we'll keep you updated. <laughs> we'll try, keep trying to manifest it. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, so our human experience uh, is going to be literally just about that sharing our human experiences um i get to i get to travel a lot uh for work i'm very privileged honestly and lucky so but yeah no so so the the idea came just because of that and uh because i've lived in in different places and i'm always so interested in listening to what the other person has to say even if it's about food or anything well i love food but i'm just saying like could be any topic right Mm -hmm. um the world is interesting i think that's what it by the way this is what i truly believe when it comes to podcasting one of the most important personality traits is just curiosity if you're a curious person then podcasting might be something for you definitely you could talk about anything right there's so many types of podcasts and niches and like the things (laughs) you wouldn't even probably think about exactly jessica was telling me this afternoon about about this podcast she listens to it's this british couple that's starting this podcast i think she said during the pandemic or something like that and they would just like open a bottle of wine and start drinking and just literally talk about their personal lives and it's like top rated now in the uk wow i don't remember the name but it started as something as silly as that literally them just having a conversation about their days yeah and like going for it because there's a lot of couples out there also (laughs) going through a lot of things they can probably connect on or maybe not even a couple but but yeah so podcasting is such a world that's what's beautiful about podcasting is it's decentralized so anyone can start a podcast so there's a lot of micro communities right and everybody has a community out there i mean like i remember when i was teaching the workshop one of the students wanted to do a podcast uh, on anime for example she's a big fan of anime and wants to do and there's a community out there of course all of asia exactly and not even all of asia i'm just generalizing sorry then even here anybody even here like in the middle east there's a you know a big community and there was another uh, another lady that wanted to do this podcast where she applies henna on people yeah. and she wanted to have like a podcast while she's applying henna like because you have these like conversations like women have these conversations wow um so there's all sorts of ideas and all sorts of communities out there as opposed to like mainstream television or traditional like traditional television and radio you know it's like limited and it's right. hard for everybody to have a voice what's exciting about podcasting is you can find whatever community you want is out there and if it's not out there you can create one right and that's beautiful too right you know that just just go creating things like that mm-hmm. and there's people that yeah. do like podcasts like audio dramas there's <laughs> solo shows there's like shows focused on news there's shows that are scripted there's shows that like like this one that's unscripted right um you know there's just so many so much possibility yeah. out there endless it's honestly endless yeah who you can talk it you can record it you put it out there so Economics, you'll be focused yeah. on on like self-healing and things like that it's gonna be well yeah i think the podcast is gonna be mainly about self-development yeah self-development and the synonyms of it self-healing self um beliefs it's also going to be about spirituality um any practices you know that are just for a better way of living anything like that honestly i think it would be really great to have you know someone like uh anka who i had on my podcast you know and she's really focused on self-healing and and she also does circles but for women and i feel like uh she'd be a great person to have on on your podcast and vice versa you'd be a great person to be on her podcast because it's kind of like similar community anka reach out please 
<laughs> no, we'll make um, it happen. We'll make yeah, it happen. No, definitely. I'll be I'll be super interested and uh it would be lovely. Yeah. Especially because you know, I think the podcasting community here is growing as well, right? Yeah, um yeah. you gave that uh workshop. It's it's still pretty small compared to, you know, like in the US, podcasting is oh, huge. Yeah. Uh and in many other places. Um so but things always start off like that. People have to take action to create the culture. I wanted to ask you a question, but then I realized the whole podcast has been this question, uh, yeah. you know, which About is everything is it the, life a question, <laughs> but the reoccurring theme uh, of this show is, and if you listen to all the episodes, it's always the, the question that I ask is what's your life, what's your advice on how to live a better life? But wow. we've been addressing that like throughout the, whole, the podcast. Yeah. Um, is there one thing like if, you know, for the listener that you would, you know, advise? Wow. Okay. So if I have to choose one, I think it would be just don't think anything personal, you know, don't take anything personal, do not take anything personal, you know, and it just goes back to that part of the, the episode of, of, of our conversation mm. where we where I was just telling you and you were also telling me about how nothing is personal in a way. It's just not against you nothing is against you like anything that happens yeah nothing like we're all people are all mirrors yeah of ourselves right it's like a reflection yeah, of you exactly so so that part of the conversation exactly and yeah we're we're just there are some certain people that really are example of this i would say people with um maybe ego issues or fragile egos but the type of people that over the smallest thing someone says you know they'll like take it the wrong way or overreact and they take everything personal everything is like a test of like a challenge you know of their ego i mean you see this a lot in your day-to-day -day life uh, whether it's driving on the road or whatever other situation but i'd say that's a, a very big example of that not to take things personal do you know what i mean yeah, you know no, not to take them at heart you know yeah. again and this goes back to the same part of the conversation yeah no, nobody's out to get you yeah. you know nobody wants to get out of bed every day just to like you know bother you or like throw a coffee in your face or anything like that you know? it's that mentality it's that mentality of like you know everything is hostile everyone's against me yeah. everyone's trying to screw me over like whereas like it's not necessarily the case i don't think it's the case yeah. at all you know that's why yeah I, that's how i choose to live my life sometimes uh well not sometimes that's how i choose to live my life every day but you know sometimes yeah. it's just not like that yeah because you know we, we tend to follow to follow and do this deep holes where we victimize ourselves you know it's not always all rainbows and sunshines you know but it is a good reminder and then i have it as a reminder all the time as well just you know not always applies because you know you might be going through something really really tough or difficult but just not taking it personal in your day-to-day -day, that's how it what's be. the antidote for people that have and i feel like these people are you know i'm not like to attack a certain group of people but here we go <laughs> brace <laughs> get ready for it yeah <laughs> Um, they're gonna boycott your podcast. <laughs> no, I but I always put in the bottom of my podcast. Uh, all views expressed on this podcast are not necessarily reflective. Okay. my opinion because well, no, sometimes not you everybody, get not everybody reads so yeah perhaps this is fiction um, maybe but people with fragile egos are problematic uh, in the sense of and I'm talking about people that but why are they problematic I'll tell you why mm -hmm. um, because these are people who sometimes when they get into certain positions of power where they have influence over people's livelihoods let's say they're managers at a certain job or whatever they make other people's life a living hell right they take they, they, they take their fragile ego out on okay but let me give you an example this is fun it is fun this is fun. you know where this is going right I, and i love You're it talking from a very personal point of view and i know about it but you know right but yeah you know where this is going right no but i love it i okay, love that yeah. we're having this because this go, is go, good go this it. is good go for it but okay i see that you're gonna be like the devil's advocate yeah here. yeah and i love go, it no but go for it yeah but i'm gonna go for it let's yeah. say somebody is working a job let's say yeah. this single mother who has you're gonna make this yeah. so dramatic <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I have to, for my example. You had to be an Arab. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> okay. Um, and she's pregnant as well, right? No, no, no she's not pregnant. Okay. Let's say, okay, a single mother. A divorce, has, yeah. A single, yeah, she's a single mother. Okay. She's supporting two. But no, but, this, but these are some real life examples. Single mother supporting three children. Wow. She has to work. Uh, Five jobs. She has to work one job and she needs that job two, because two. she can she has to work two jobs. She has to work two jobs. Okay. okay. okay, okay. You're you're adding to it. Oh, uh, well, because you're this, adding to this it. This is your Arab side coming up. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so Shway. Shway. There you go. Um but let's say she's at a job and her boss makes her life a living hell, you know, because In which way? Okay, but let's say he, he has like a power issue and he's just like yelling at her all day and just and this is him reflecting or projecting his problems. You know how some people they take their problems out on you and then but it's also like what we talked about earlier is like acknowledging and realizing like hey this is not necessarily about me right this is more about them right but it so could be about you perhaps okay perhaps it could be so what so, would you say for um for this mo- what's her name huh what's his mother's name lewis 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 her name is lewis she was arab no no who said she's arab oh i don't know but anyways yeah. lewis lewis wow. her name is lewis and she lives in the midwest in the u.s and she's a single mom she has two jobs and there's only one factory in the town that they live in (laughs) wow in the town of you know whatever smallville yeah yeah we're going details and that's the only factory and she needs that job and and her her boss you know he just likes to take things out on her because he's not happy with himself What, what do you say i'll tell you lewis to get a psychologist no i'm joking (laughs) she can't afford one (laughs) okay fine no okay let's let's be serious for for a bit okay Um, and and by the way before you get into the reason i'm the reason i'm giving this example is because we can this you know it brings up the discussion of like you know personal kind of responsibility and how much of it is a reflection of her but also there's people that do have toxic mindsets and they do you know affect people in the wrong way and they do operate and so there is kind of a responsibility over there of like protecting yourself from those people yeah, no, and that's that's what you should always do, right? Especially if you you're in an environment like that, right? right? Lewis is listening right now. What Lewis. do you say, sir? Okay, Lewis. Oh my God, no pressure. Before I tell you, her name is Lewis. She lives in Ohio. Right, Ohio. Yeah, We're she, getting details. Yeah, now. she works in a factory. Okay. <laughs> right. um, so Lewis, everybody's in our lives for a reason, you know. I a hundred and a thousand million percent say it's real. And I say that because my nephews are always like, one million trillion billions. <laughs> like, what, what number is that? I absolutely believe that everybody's in our lives for a reason. They're either here to show us something, to make us learn something, to make us, to experience something with us and so forth. You know where I'm going, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so Lewis's boss is definitely in her life for a reason. It's just difficult to see that or to see this in a way because it could be an experience. Nothing also ever happens to us just out of casualty. Casually. Casually, Casually. yeah. And so, her boss's name is Jeff and he's abusive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is this <laughs> Jeff Bezos? <laughs> <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps she works in Amazon. Okay, okay. maybe she does. Exactly. Uh-huh. Well, um, honestly, if if that's your the way the way you think um, or you could get your way, your... If you could get yourself to think that, you will always look be on the lookout for whatever that experience or that person is showing you. If, you know, let's say, and I'll add one to the story. So, Lewis, mm-hmm. your ex-husband used to be an abusive, dominant person who shouted at you all the time and made you feel bad and all that stuff, right? Okay. Well, you guys got divorced, Lewis, right? Yeah. Right. She, they got right. divorced. And now her stuff. boss is abusive. And now her boss is abusive, right? So, you know where this is going, right? So... She basically married that person for whatever also deeper reasons that there might be there. She married her ex-husband. Her ex-husband came into her life to, you know, be 
that person who maybe she had to work with for a long time until she literally vanished all of those things out of him or basically just you know learned and kept going you know and then they divorce and then this guy comes into her life her boss right and he has some of the same aspects as her ex-husband so maybe she broke up with her husband they got divorced and everything and they didn't get to work all that stuff through especially her she didn't get to work all that stuff through, you know she kept getting triggered every time he yelled at her and all that stuff and i know this sounds like <laughs> abuse as well you yeah. know but this is also something that we come to experience in our lives you know things happen to us for us to learn and that's not okay this is going very dark actually but you see my point is i see your point and i'm saying this for a reason because i know where kind of you're gonna go there and it's gonna cause this challenging this discussion it's just gonna go very very deep into something that you know a lot of people are probably not gonna agree on and it's just and that's fine my spiritual views is like my, my views right? that's what we're here for right okay talk your talk we just have to i'm not gonna say we if something like that happened to me for example and i'll just put myself in lewis's shoes if something like that happened to me i'll try to see why it's happening and not take it personal for sure and then see what i can do you know we put ourselves sometimes in situations where things like that happen so someone yelling at you calling you a piece of shit you're not gonna take that personal i will not take it personal no if i can get to talk to the person after they calm down i i would actually ask them if they're okay you know if they're going through something maybe somebody died stuff like that right same thing with this case of, of the boss. Lewis's boss. Lewis's boss, right. It's just probably because of something that you have nothing to do with. You know, that person is angry with themselves. They're angry at the world. They're angry for whatever happened to them. And True. But those people, and this goes back to like reflecting, those people with fragile egos, those people that do horrible things, abuse people, things like that. What's the solution for them? Like, is it like, we would all love for those people to have a reality check and for someone to, or, or is it for them to go through some experience, like a mind opening experience and like also realize what we also realize, which is like, this is a human experience some people just have not have not even gone there or even done the first taking the first step some people like everything just revolves around them. them exactly and that goes back to kind of ego we all have our ego of course just yeah, i think it all depends and varies according to how conscious you are of what's an egoic response to something and what is something that you're doing from your love from from your heart sorry Maybe that's a right? good, yeah, good way to so, put it. Consciousness, right? Yeah. And then the, the awareness that is that, that is that you're supposed to have around, for example, your place where you work and your house and everything like that, right? So what do we do with them? I don't know. We send them all to an island and let them live all together. I don't know. Yeah, it's. I'm for that. We have to, <laughs> we have to just learn how to live with them. You know, right? Because that's the reality. Is the reality is um, yeah. you can't avoid these people. Of course not. No, you cannot. And you'll have you'll have these people everywhere you go in your life. You know, sometimes it'll be a coworker. Sometimes it will be a boss. Sometimes it'll be your brother. Sometimes mm -hmm. it'll be your your dad. Sometimes it'll be your mom. And again, it's just your mindset, the way the way you see things. If you're willing to learn the lesson from that experience. I think that's the most important, right? Are you saying, or am I putting words in your mouth here? Is this correct if what? I say that you're saying that these people are actually, it's good to have these people around? Oh, it's definitely good. Because they teach us lessons, right? right? Imagine we were all exact same we didn't trigger each other mm. if we didn't bother each other if we didn't you know no i don't want to say hate which there, there shouldn't be hate but but, but there way, is and there always will be there's a lot well because we live in this world you know this duality right we have good and bad love mm. and evil and etc et a lot of divisions yeah it's just you know this universe that we got to live in but we definitely need them imagine everything was all the same so monotonous if everyone well, was conscious and well that would be i don't know in like the fifth dimension mm -hmm. um in another world what do you think would happen do you think like aliens would come down and 
Oh, aliens are around us. Yeah. I 100% believe that. Um, Perhaps. But, but I've read a lot, and this uh, might sound like fiction to some people, but you know how they say that we only use, what, 2, 8%, 10% of our cerebral capacity? Some small percentage, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm all up for sci-fi movies, and I'm sure you've seen, like... I love sci-fi movies. Lucy, uh, Limitless, yeah. all, these, all these movies yeah, that, yeah. that talk about that, and I 100% believe we could do that. Maybe like that, through just that like through limitless, we could have a pill that a pill. activates. Yeah, maybe not through no, but not through drugs. We could we could just get into that conscious level of mm-hmm. doing things. It requires a lot for sure, but I am sure we could do that. And um, like in the movies, you could levitate, you could read people's minds, you could communicate with people telepathically. You could do, you could have uh, what is called like telekinetic powers. All these kind of things. Um, it would be so. So amazing. would you say like human beings were kind of an unawakened version or or just like on one spectrum of like the evolution of like what it means to be human i think we're just one of the many species that exist in the the vast world universe multiverse again if we're gonna go into you know other planets other universes other realities or dimensions there's countless you know um but i think this is a Mm. conversation for (laughs) oh yeah we can get into all sorts of theories no definitely definitely but um but yeah no we're we're just this humans we're playing this game called life and uh we're bumping into each other bothering each other triggering each other so we can learn from each other and just become the best thing there is yeah i mean there's all sorts of theories we could get into you know some people say that like aliens to our listener we're nobody's saying anything is true we're not saying this or that you know just putting things out there that aliens the reason they're depicted with having such a large head is that you know through evolution they're like it's like humans evolve and we notice this we're using our bodies less you know and then imagine like once we start using like virtual like oculus and virtual reality headsets and not once Oculus's, we get no. not oculuses no what do you mean but once we get plugged in right people say like eventually technology will get really plugged in with technology like really immersed more more, more than, yeah more, more. Than what we already are yeah wow and then slowly like we would s- stop to depend our on our bodies and then through time you will die you'll just basically. you'll be an alien with a big head everything no, will be you, cerebral you would probably die if you imagine if you didn't exercise is that is that what you're saying so you'll only use your head and what about the rest of your body what are your organs but like, that's the theory on like aliens really? why they have such a big head that we that aliens are just like further in the evolution of humans that's one theory i mean or, or maybe aliens are just like a different being like a more a being of higher consciousness than us or maybe less because yeah. you know when we depict aliens uh, a lot of times they're much smarter they're far smarter than humans maybe they are maybe they're not maybe they are they have good intentions when it comes to the earth maybe they don't there's all sorts of ways of thinking about it but you believe aliens are among us on earth or just out there yeah on earth yeah they're here some of some are here some are other places this goes back to whatever um technology maybe if you want to talk about technology that the other species have and and i think maybe when you say aliens you mean other species right because mm. there's only one type you know that ovni kind of no, there's i believe there's a lot of species out there mm. you know well, yeah perhaps of different things living in different places it's naive to think that like that there can be no other life out there other than us you know because some people have that mentality it's just like come on with all the galaxies out there right very um egocentrical <laughs> We're the only, there's only humans, there's nothing out there. Only us, yeah. yeah. No, definitely, definitely. Um, there is that, that Netflix that Netflix documentary, the Black Holes, something about black holes. Have you have you ever seen it? I'm not sure, probably. So, yeah, I'm sure you've seen it. I'm sure I have. Um, but it's uh, it's a documentary where you're, where um, they, they, they showed how they used the most powerful satellites and the biggest as well in the world. And they pointed them all at the same place where there was this black hole and they took photographs of it for, I don't know, a, a very long period of times. And then they um, 
came up with, I don't know, a system, a way of like putting all these pictures from all this time taking pictures of the black hole together to estimate how far it was from us. And I'm talking to you about trillions and billions of years away from us. Whoa. They had, at the very end of the, of the documentary, they put the earth, you know how they like, they have this zoom in, zoom out kind of like mm. shots when they do sometimes of, of the earth. Well, they had the earth and they started zooming out and there was a line that was going all the way to the black hole and the numbers just kept going and going and going and going millions two millions three millions four millions billions trillions and i was like what mind blowing are you even talking about you know and then they compare it uh, the distances to football fields it had to be millions of football fields put together to get you know i was like what so of course we're not space we're not space is so interesting because it just makes you think of just limitless possibilities so many do you remember when they had the whole like you can sign up to go on a one-way trip to mars no where i think this was spacex elon musk they they, they started like a a list really? where you could sign up uh, be like on the list of like humans the first humans to move to mars but it's one way so you're not coming back it's a one-way okay. trip there lovely because <laughs> you know he was he was looking into um setting up a colony and like be life on mars literally because this life is being destroyed yeah. this planet is being ruined uh <laughs> it is yeah unfortunately but uh yeah there was like a whole list and there's like you can look it up online some people signed up for the list and they're that's like insane. yeah wow. i don't know when it's gonna happen of, of huh. course well, is it gonna happen perhaps not wow that's crazy i think it's gonna happen in our lifetime uh. I think a lot of things are going to keep happening in our lives. I tell this to a lot of people, you know, it's such an exciting moment to, moment to be living in. You like, think yeah. so? Yeah, definitely. Like we've, we've got to experience so much. And I don't know if it's, if this is me, like experience junkie that, you know, loves to experience so much and like get to know and see and go and, you know, we've lived through so much, you know, we, we like our generations have lived through so much. We, mm. we grew up with like, what um running um and then playing around in the in public and not in public i mean like with friends and stuff like that to now being like seeing kids playing with like this nintendo's being so addicted to like this this phones and everything and everything changed covid wars were That's about true. to you know the brink of this a lot of wars well. a lot of actually there's a lot of negative things if we really look at it around the world whether it's like you know the climate or, or economically inflation because when you're saying like it's a great time to be living in it's like well like in the 1950s like a one-year salary could buy you a home <laughs> uh, thank you uh, inflation it's <laughs> bad economic it's policies so, there are a lot of good things happening too you know depends on how you see it well information has never been easier for example and i think that's why a lot of things are also coming up you know like all, all these things that certain countries are doing um and it's great if we are in the era of technology and you know depends if i use it, it could be like a really good tool or a really bad tool as well you know so it's a double-edged sword social media has been a double-edged sword definitely. you know what i mean censorship happens everywhere as well we don't do politics on this podcast get okay. him out of here arrest <laughs> okay bye his name uh, is i'm just kidding well yeah yeah let's not go into that why did we go into that <laughs> <laughs> well i mean these uh, economic things are kind of linked to politics it's just just the bad systems right. bad ways of thinking of things like yeah. poorly yeah. managed egos egos there you go i really do want to try though because we've talked about the sound healing stuff yeah should we should one of these days well it's good to practice the, the stuff you've done no definitely definitely yeah, yeah eventually um i'm point. the guinea pig <laughs> yeah no it's 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 really interesting and uh there's so many modalities as well it's not only like the tibetan balls but um at some point i want to get like a gong i think i told you about i went to um which one is the gong a gong are like these huge plates um 
They just hit once in the middle. I don't want to say find them in like temples, right? In right. Yeah. Shaolin temples. Right. I don't. I just want to say exactly where maybe in Asia they're from, but but they're widely spread all mm. around. Um, and now I grew up in the U.S. as well. Um, I think I told you about my experience with uh, sound healing with mm. gongs. With this huge, um, I don't know, sixteen inches gongs, yeah. like huge. You said it was very like um, profound. Wow, it was insane. Yeah, it was in Miami at uh, a friend's, a friend of a friend's um, studio. Um, her name is uh, Noelia. Shout out to Noelia. Shout out to Noelia. Hello, Noelia. And uh, her place is called um, I forgot the name. Okay, but she Namo. does this like sound. Uh, yeah, she healing. does sound healing. Uh, it's called Namo. Namo Sanctuary. Namo Sanctuary. Yeah. All right. This is not a sponsored ad. Um, this <laughs> is not a sponsored uh, ad. No. Yeah. So everybody listening <laughs> subscribe you get free access to namo sanctuary yeah, it hasn't been arranged but ali will arrange it after use my promo code <laughs> promo oh. code ali <laughs> yeah no um but, but over there I, I i got to experience that with gongs and then people also use like flutes and then they use um bells and, and it's insane it's insane yeah. what you can achieve so yeah we'll do it one day What's an experience that you've gone through, whether it's a mistake or something you regret that you're willing to share, an experience that you've gone through that you feel like you reflected on and you've had the most drastic mindset change for you, like one event or experience? Wow. And I know there's probably many, uh, but like, what's one? Um, let me take it in. Something, something very deep just came uh, to my mind when you were asking that. Um, so let me see how, how I can put it into words. So I wouldn't say it's just one experience or one event. It's family, my parents. Um, I don't have any specific experience or event to share about them because there's so many, honestly. And I'm sure you and everybody that's mm. listening will relate. Definitely, right? definitely. I think we take parents for granted so much, you know. To this day, I, st I remember every other day how I used to tell my parents, my dad especially, I know. Whenever he used to say something, I know, uh, I know. And then he, was, he would always say, when you grow up, you'll see you don't know anything. And you'll thank me for whatever it is I was trying to teach you or anything like that. You know, the whole thing about parents, fighting with parents, not understanding parents, um, growing up with parents that you think are evil, you know, our relationship. So the whole, I think to summarize is the relationship with your parents, mm -hmm. you know, try to heal or, re or work really hard, work really, really hard on the healing or just being good with your parents, being at peace, loving your parents. That's key, honestly, because if you love your parents, everything else in your life, it's going to be perfect. If you love your parents and your, your family, the rest of your family, I mean, your brother, your direct family. It's such a difficult task for most people because Tell me about it. your childhood, your childhood, and that's like, and being with parents or, you know, siblings, or whatever, your childhood is such a big chunk of your life and it's the formative years. So it's very difficult for people because some people, a lot of people have complicated, uh, you know, and impaired Upward. relationships with their, their right. parents and families. And some people take lifetimes trying to reconcile those relationships. Some people never do. So that's a very, very difficult one. Difficult, but not impossible. And honestly, well, for me, for me, it's been key, key to success, happiness, joyfulness, everything in my life, you know, especially coming from a very tough um, childhood, especially with my mom. You know, we used to fight every single day after I became, I think, maybe 12, 13, 14, something mm -hmm. like that, you know, teenage years. Um, and even up until I came back from Beirut, that was 25. So 
you know, all the realizations, all the work that I've done, all the healing, all the talking, all the discussions, all the stuff that I've that I've done to improve that and to get to the point where today we have this like hour long or two hour long conversations, super loving. I tell her I love her, you know, how much I miss her. And we talk about anything, you know, that's that's happened and everything is happening. Uh, I think it's it's just it's very important, honestly, at least for me. Like how important is forgiveness in the sense of and you've mentioned this earlier, we've had a conversation about all parents are flawed, you know, all parents are, all people are, have flaws, you nobody's know, nobody's perfect, nobody's perfect, yeah, everybody nobody. has flaws. So, and I read this and I think this was in the, in the book that, yeah, it didn't start uh, with you, right? Mark Welling, recommend it. Yeah, highly recommend. Um, that made me realize like, you know, all parents are flawed and it's just like acknowledging, like, forgiving your parents and forgiving them. Obviously different cases differ, but for acknowledging that they're flawed and forgiving them and realizing, and this is something you've said a lot, like they did the best they could with the experiences and information, knowledge, that they, knowledge they had. So forgiveness. Forgiveness is, is also key as well, especially in this process and with your own self in your life. Um, I don't think parents are flawed. If we go back to it is what it is, I think parents just are, you know, and parents are just the best parents they can be. Right. But some, many of those parents do have flaws. Many of those parents do cause their children to have different personality issues, self-esteem issues, trauma. Um, I don't know. It's different for everybody. Well, just giving that connotation to, to parents in general, I don't, I mean, it's not that I don't like it. I just don't see it like that. You know, mm -hmm. I, on a spiritual note, I believe that we, before coming to this earth and incarnating in these bodies as souls, we've chosen who is going to be our family, who is going to be our brothers, who is going to be our parents, who is going to be friends, who are we going to meet in our lives. And we made this pact before coming into these bodies and incarnate here to work on. We have chosen. We have chosen all of this. So yeah, it's it's a very deep concept. I don't remember honestly. having that choice. No, 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 <laughs> because you were not conscious. Right. You're not conscious of that. Um, when you're making that decision, you know, we come down and it's like you delete everything. Interesting. Basically. You don't remember anything. You're you're born as a baby, but not taking um, that road because it's it's a very it's it's a deep concept. Honestly, mm -hmm. it's it's a very spiritual deep concept. It's a very deep and spiritual concept. And I don't think uh, a lot of people agree with me. I think a lot of people do agree, but not everybody. And um, just on the on the topic on the on, on the on the forgiveness part on the forgiveness part i think is is something that is very important as well you know because again we cannot keep going back to beating ourselves beating our parents up for anything that they've done anything that we do right because that's a victim and uh, a mindset right blaming your parents i'm like this because yeah. of you i'm like this right exactly that yeah it's exactly that there's not there's nothing else it's exactly that you know because if you can choose just to, you know, take it as it is, right? And then, yes, you know, you were a bad par parent and yes, this and this happened. But from the same point where we're now talking about how our parents could have done something to us that traumatized us, what about their parents? Right. What about their parents? Right. And what it's about a generational parents, right? thing. Yeah. So this book, it talks about, talks about that, right? So, um, well, we didn't, we didn't mention what the book's about, but it talks about how inherited family trauma shapes who we are and how to end the cycle of that but it is a cycle right and then until we do not and this is another spiritual um way of seeing things until we do not break that pattern that cycle that's going to keep happening because i'm sure you've you've seen this maybe in yourself because we've talked about this and i'm sure m maybe some people out there will also relate to this but we are sometimes our parents are we not that's interesting yes and we are correct i've, I've seen it myself so many right. times um, certain traits when people say like yeah. you're just like your father exactly and they they don't say it because of that because of nothing because of it's just 
people say like oh yeah it's something like a saying or something but it, it's real right because these are your like you know your role models like your parents right. right yeah it all it all goes back to that it goes back to us bringing awareness to that to these patterns to the way to the way that they are and just being conscious of that and breaking the cycle so you can also stop being the same so your your kids you know whenever you have kids don't have to face that but that's the work that's why we're here you know they they didn't know anything about like being conscious and aware and trauma and all of these things you know they were raised you know i don't know my parents were raised my dad was raised in the top of a mountain in a small house where they live with 12 kids lived inside the same house it was you know no like come here let's all love each other let's all hug each other it was mm. just about a of survival for them mostly they were like yeah. in a small village and stuff so they didn't get for example no room to talk and express nothing, how you feel or nothing, nothing they didn't get emotional support they didn't nobody told them they loved them you know because they was no there was no work around that you know and this comes if you if you see it really like way way back you know um in the old ages mm -hmm. you know there were just uh people were having kids so the kids could like take care of parents when they grew old and then the parents were just like for example hunting for the family and protecting family so it was more like of a biological providing yeah. thing, providing safety you know reproducing so you know it could go on and on and on and in those times you know they were like they were not in cities they were like what in the wild and they they didn't have the stuff we have today you know like all this technology and modern ways of living right they were living in the wild they had to protect themselves stuff like that so there were other priorities right and then what i'm saying is that as we evolved yes priorities change and everything changed things changed we have roofs of our heads but for example yeah going back to how my family was raised for example uh, my dad it was a bit of the same concept you know they're still in the village you know it's a very small house they had to provide he was working for since he was super young and stuff like that um all of the other his other brothers were also working my grandparents as well my mom uh, his his grand his uh, my grandmother his mom had to cook for 12 kids imagine having to look for kids take care of kids and all this stuff. that takes time energy and all of that and then at the end of the day they probably didn't learn how to raise life was kids, survival you know? yeah life was survival and they didn't know how to raise a kid for example the way we say kids should be raised today right but we also can't criticize that and that's why i also go back to the same thing that i keep saying they did the best and they are doing parents out there and everybody they're just doing the best they can with the knowledge they have and how that reflects into the kid you know it's how it has to be and then it's our job to you know become conscious shine a light on that and deciding to break the cycle so it just doesn't happen anymore and you know when you someone that, has to break the cycle somebody has to yeah and then that's us yeah luckily yeah but, uh, <laughs> and that's hard work i mean it's important oh, yeah. work it's hard work but a lot of it is is like you said shining the light and looking at the things that our parents and probably like these generational things uh you know have like continued to manifest and how they've had a negative impact and like shining the light and understanding where they come from and forgiving them and forgiving, forgiving them and forgiving ourselves for not seeing things like that well yeah because you know? like carrying that is a huge burden of course and then what i kept telling you you know forgive love forgiveness and kindness you know if you can't if you can't love them and just forgive them and if you can't if you can't love them or love yourself just forgive them or yourself and if you cannot forgive them or forgive yourself just be kind to yourself or to others because that's i think a very healthy way of seeing things and living because otherwise then you're just gonna carry the same 
you know energy the same benefit uh, benefits not the same um, you're gonna carry the same beliefs you're gonna carry the same programming conditioning all of that the generational cycle will continue until yeah. someone stops it definitely yeah honestly being at peace being at peace with your parents is being at peace with yourself and it's being at peace with the world because we come from them we come from there and we have to understand we really really have to understand i'll give you an example that just came to my mind um i had to fight a lot with my mom i i had a lot of fights with my mom because I had to be at home so early. I had this like curf crazy curfew um, and it was so annoying. It yeah. was until I was even in, in university in Venezuela because I did a, two years in university in Venezuela. And by the time I was like 18, 19, or maybe, I don't know, 20. Mm. And I had to be at home at 10 p.m. And I couldn't go but out. Do you with think that was friends. for, because you mentioned earlier, like it can get a little rough. But I'll tell you why. And this, this, is, this has a deeper, a deeper why that I didn't see back then you know so my mom had three losses before me three girls three very complicated pregnancies hospitals in Venezuela were bad etc etc um then I was a fourth kid basically we you know we had family in Canada they told her to go to Canada because you know better hospitals blah, blah, blah. and I, that's how I told you I was born there <laughs> but never really lived there right after that point I'd ask anyone well these days actually I would ask anyone what happened after my mom gave birth after my mom gave birth to me and uh, they would be like yeah she wouldn't even let anybody hold you like she would be in, you would they would you were inseparable and la, la, la. growing up that manifested in a way that she never wanted to you know lose sight of me because she would think the worst could happen right imagine having mm. three losses i i honestly you know That's, i can't even begin to yeah, imagine I can't right fathom that, yeah. i spoke with her about that once when um I was doing some some work with her and it was insane like the amount of stuff she told me like depression anger sadness and all of these things so you can also you know kind to can begin to imagine what that could cost on you right so right after that i was like this explains everything basically i was so angry as a kid when i was not allowed to go out mm -hmm. and stuff and i was just thinking my parents are being super mean to me you know right the They're teenage just, mindset yeah the, te the victim mindset the teenage yeah. mindset they just don't want to let me go out because this and that and it is true venezuela was and it still is very dangerous but there was also something behind that you know people were going out and things were just happening and everything but there was yeah. something underlying there and it was the fact that she was just so afraid that something would happen to me because you know three losses it's, it's insane right so you know realizing also like imagine what they've been through imagine what yeah. our parents and really understanding these i think a really important factor which is highlighted in the book and we've discussed this previously is just shining the light on these things just recognizing these right. things and these patterns i think that already is transformative yeah well i think that's how that's how the healing process starts right recognizing things just being aware bring them in into your consciousness so if you see it's like a yeah you have a problem yeah you're aware of the problem and then you either come up with a solution or a way to work for it around it or you just slide it through but um bringing bringing awareness to certain things in our lives is is key for for us to fixing them for us to healing from them or or doing the work that we have to do so i think it's step one honestly because if you don't see it then you'll think everything is fine right but it's up until you realize that, you know, there's something here and it's calling for my attention and you give your attention, you focus on it, you're conscious of it and you feel whatever that has to bring into your life, you know, experience whatever that's like, um, bring into your life as well and um, you just let it flow. The work never stops. Oh, it never does. I wish it stopped. Yeah. There's this, um, this saying about how we are like onions. So you just, you keep peeling the onion and there's like more and more and more to it, right? And that's how we are. It's almost like, once you shine light on it and once you start doing the work, there's more and more work. Yeah. 
It's the right way to go. It's the only way to go. To live a better life, yeah. I guess. So it's the way we should all This go. episode has been very on theme with better oh, living. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very. All right. Very, very. If you enjoyed the episode and you feel like someone else could get value from it, please share. And if you have anything to add, any suggestions, just my contact details are in the uh, episode description. And perhaps Ali's epi- uh, podcast will be in the description. It will be. It will Inshallah. be. Inshallah. <laughs> all right. We're about to go do some cool things. Yeah, very cool things. (laughs) You've been listening to Curated Advice on Better Living. It's our passion to interview guests on their experiences to bring you different perspectives on personal development, on everything from healthy habits to mindset to relationships to functional movement and biohacking. We hope you've enjoyed the show, and we hope you've gotten some information that can change your mindset. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, we'll leave you with this from Bruce Lee. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friends.